Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, welcome back to part two of the Elvis episode of Brett and Cliff's Flea Sips. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, so we're going to talk <laughs> about, uh, actually, the film now, I guess. The first episode, yeah. or the first part of this episode, we would kind of just talk about Elvis in general, and a bit about Carpenter and uh, and Kurt Russell. So now we'll get into what the film is actually about. We're going to have some more music at the end, and we'll, I've got you an Elvis quiz, Brett. Okay. So... The film starts as a, Elvis as a youngster. It's obviously not Kurt Russell at that point. Um, uh-huh. Who lives very rural Tupelo uh, mm-hmm. with his mum and dad. And his dad in this, it's Kurt Russell's actual dad, isn't it? Who plays it Elvis. It is. Uh, Mr. Presley Sr. It does. Bing Russell, who plays Vernon Presley. Do you think that he's got a look of his son? In the beginning, yes, but as he gets the older look of Vernon, I don't think he looks yeah. much like him, but at the beginning, when he's young, or he's uh-huh. 40 or 30, or whatever he's meant to be in the film, yes, I think he looks very much like him. He, he does. Do, you? Um, do you think he's good? I, I, I think I, I, the, the cast's great. I like. I love the cast. I think yeah, it's really okay. good. Um, I, I like Shelley Winters, who plays uh, Elvis's mama. I of think course. his mom is fucking brilliant in this. And obviously, Shelley Winters is like, well, obviously, anybody doesn't know is she's a Hollywood royalty, you know, back in the day, yeah. like, so golden age of Hollywood. She's a, a huge yeah. deal. So it's it's a it's a lovely little nod to that, I think, from the casting. Uh, and she knew Elvis as well. She was like mm. friends with Elvis and stuff in real life. So so that was good. What do we've got? Uh, Season Hoobly, who's Priscilla Presley. Who is a Kurt Russell's future wife? It's a difficult one, isn't it? It is. Because it is, it is. she's playing a fourteen-year-old girl at the start, and she's not a fourteen-year-old girl. Do you know what I mean? Um, and apparently, the real Priscilla was given fifty thousand pounds <laughs> to look over the script for any discrepancies. And, so, and she uh, went, "No, that's all right. <laughs> that's fine. That's absolutely fine." No, that actually. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've got we've got her. We've got it's funny, isn't it? Commissioner Gordon. Uh, well, I mean, we talk going back to Priscilla Presley, Priscilla Wagner, as she was. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Elvis's contemporaries are. You mentioned 
the names Jerry Lee Lewis and Chuck Berry and these guys, uh-huh. and immediately people will say, married his 14-year-old cousin. Yeah. Took a 15-year-old over the border that he was seeing. I mean, mm-hmm. Elvis took a 14-year-old into his custody <laughs> and then ended up marrying her. Like, as soon, yeah. as, soon as he was able to do that. <laughs> like... I know. It's uh, it's kind of his his behavior is not mentioned in the same breath, is it, as those guys? No, that, it's not. And it's you know, I think double standards that, but also I don't know. It's I know it's different times, but in a different and you probably still can do that in that state, to be honest. But uh, it's uh, it's not. It's not right, is it? It's not great. Is it? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not right. It's not right. There's, there's anyway. no two ways of looking at it. Anyway, there you go. Moving on. Yeah, so we, we've talked about Commissioner Gordon, who's yeah. uh, Colonel Tom Parker, who's great. We also we've got Melody Anderson from Flash mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. A, a, a girlfriend of Elvis, an early girlfriend at school, who ditches him. What a goddamn mistake. But, uh, no, I think she was right to ditch him. He was being a, what? He was, he was being a Get idiot. away. Get away. Come right, on now. Um, no way. Yeah, well, he was being an idiot, wasn't he? he nah. was and last, leaving. but by no means least, we'll have a, a Cartner favourite, Charles Cyphers, who's Sam Phillips. Yeah, Charles so he's Cyphers obviously is only in the beginning, but he's brilliant yeah. as Sam Phillips. Um, he's in loads of uh, Cartner films and stuff. He's in Halloween. He's in Escape from New York. He's in loads. There's also... um. Ed Begley Jr. plays DJ Fontana, and he's in lots right. of stuff as you go on. Uh, uh-huh. uh, like you, re- him as an older man, you 100% recognise. I don't think you would watch this and realise it was the same guy, but uh, right. he's he's brilliant in lots of stuff as we get into the 90s, 2000s, and now. Um, so yeah, he plays DJ Fontana. Like um, Cliff, did you spot the Cartner cameo? Did you spot John Cartner? Oh no, the no, 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 no. You didn't? Right at the start, which we talked about with uh, Elvis is driving to Vegas with his entourage. It goes through the Vegas uh, hotel and stuff like that mm-hmm. with a gambler and John Carpenter's standing smoking oh, a cigarette, yeah. obviously. Okay. Gambler, not a, a machine. So oh, yes, okay. he's in there right at the start. I think it's, you kind of forget the beginning by the time you get to the end. I think I do anyway. I, I forget yeah. that it starts with that and ends with it, mm-hmm. because I think so much happens that is like you care about in the middle. You kind of yeah. forget that it's a flashback almost like for the entire film. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't, I, now you've said it, I remember there's some gambling bits in the casino going on at the beginning, but I didn't pick up on it at the time. But anyway, I will yeah. watch it again and have a look out for Mr. Just, yeah, just watch a start. You don't have to watch the whole three hours. <laughs> well, not yeah. visually at the beginning. <laughs> He's <laughs> only at the beginning. Um, so yeah. So yeah, the film basically covers him. It, Elvis's rise to fame was quite well documented, so I don't think we need to cover all that. But uh, we said in the last part, he goes to some records, he plays some songs, he's trying to make a little record for his mom because he can cut a record there and then for five dollars uh-huh. or whatever it might be, and uh, basically makes an impression on the lady who works there, and then. It, the next time Sam Phillips, who basically runs the place, needs a singer for a recording session, she's like, you should bring that guy. And, uh, bring and, and he comes along. Um, 
and from well, there, it certainly does. They ring him, don't they? Yeah, and he's, it's a good like, bit, isn't he it? slams down the phone. <laughs> And they, they, they still think that's open. And well, where's he gone? Where's he gone? And like within a couple yeah. of seconds, he's turned up and he's and he's he's van that he drives for the electric company. Yeah, because the truck doing. driver famously yeah. was a truck driver before he's famous. Um, and yeah, so they they're ringing him saying, "Do you want to do this?" And he's already on his way. They don't even have to finish what they're saying. It's a great mm-hmm. bit. It's a love. It's a lovely. Yeah, it's a it just bit. shows the excitement. It, just, it does. It shows how much he wants it, doesn't he? That's the thing. It shows how much he, he actually... And he's very... He wants to be heard. He's very quickly in from... He's really raw, and he says he can't play... And Sam Phillips says he can't play the guitar. To he's in there with a the band, and they're fucking yeah. loving it. Absolutely loving it. <laughs> and, uh, they're just messing around, aren't they? He gets them in to play a certain song, and like they do that or whatever. And I don't think Elvis couldn't really get it. Yeah. And then they're just messing around. They're, they're playing that all right, which yeah. I, I, what a song that is, man! It's absolutely class. I think I even if it. you listen to that initial, that's a, like Elvis's first single, right? first record. Uh, yeah. If you listen to that now, I still think it's absolutely electric. Like I, I, think, I think it's, it's class. It's it just gives you shivers. I think it's, it's yeah. Great. Well, I've listened to it about four times today. And like I say, it's it's just them messing around, and and Sam Phillips sort of comes into the room and goes, "Well, what are you doing? Oh, we're just messing around. Well, keep doing that. Keep doing yeah. that. It sounds class." And that's where all the, the Elvis sort of moves are coming from because they're just yeah. And I about. think you know, like it, Scotty Moore. You've got to like mention Scotty Moore at this point. I mean, what yeah, a guitarist! Yeah. He he makes it the little bit of do. Just those little licks, uh-huh. those, just these little lead parts are incredible. Like there's nothing else like mm-hmm. it at that time. Uh, like what what a player. Like and I think there's and some it's great... just Elvis, the guitarist in a stand-up bass. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's that's absolutely class. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, that no that song's got point. so much power. It's it's uh, you put it on now, and like you say. It gives you goosebumps in that, and it's just three I guys. Think it does that and Mystery Train and um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one? Let's have a party and Baby, let's play house and stuff like that. It's, they're great. Like it's, mm-hmm. for me, they still sound like wow. It's powerful, even though it's recorded in a tiny place with a shit equipment, with shit instruments, yep. and players who were amateurs essentially at that point. I just think it's and he's, incredible. His voice, I mean, there must be millions and millions of Elvis impersonators, one of which I'm myself. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. But like, his voice is completely unique. There's nobody that sounds like Elvis, is there? No. How many and, people I mean, try? I think the thing is, how many people have copied it? How many uh-huh. people have copied it since then? Or make fun of it, or joke about it, or it's a, par- a pastiche, and all of that stuff. You only mm-hmm. get that if you're there if, when it comes yeah. to like your influence uh-huh. on stuff. And it's probably worth saying that it's not Kurt Russell singing in this film. No, it's not. It's a uh, country singer. Mm-hmm. Quite, uh, he had his own career and stuff like that. It's called Ronnie. I can't remember the guy's yeah. name to be honest. I was going to write Give it down. Let's have a little look. Give me Stu because he, I mean, it's it's good. And the, the lip syncing by Russell's okay, I think, isn't it? It's. I think it's better at the start. 
Mm-hmm. I think at the end of that last bit, it's off a bit. Uh, I don't know whether yeah. that's Russell or just the sound of it, but I think that last concert in Vegas. Um, yeah, it's a bit more fast paced at the uh, at the end and stuff as well, isn't it? But, and obviously, you've got a lot of people in there. The camera's further it's, away. It's and all Ronnie that kind of McDowell. Stuff. Ronnie McDowell. So, he, and he does a great job of sounding like Elvis, doesn't he? He does. He does a good impersonation of Elvis. But it, like I say today, I was you know playing the records and stuff like that, and he, Elvis's voice is just magnificent. Mm-hmm. It really is, absolutely magnificent. So yeah, we've got that bit. I don't know whether then Sun Records and it just it it kind of shoots off pretty much from yeah. there, don't they? So they the, keep playing it on the radio and that. For a three-hour film, they miss out quite a lot of big stuff in his career, I think, because they do. it goes from for being a kid, first single, famous, army, sad, comeback. <laughs> yes. It goes the, quite the, quickly. The thing that I liked about it is there's certain things mentioned in the film that, that if, if you're interested in the Elvis story or whatever, it'll prompt you then to sort of look into it a little bit more. There's, there's obviously the relationship with his his mother. He loves his mother and he, he's yeah. devoted to her. There's a suggestion he, he dyes his hair because his mother's hair is black. And that's why he dyes I his mean, hair. I mean, this film says he does it for precisely that reason, but whether he... Actually <laughs> yeah, really but that, I mean, that is <laughs> up to, you know, you, you know, you can make your own mind up on that or whatever. But there's also another bit where he's talking to his mother. It's, it's near the army bit where he's going into the army. And they say... His mother says to him, you promised us you won't get on a plane again. I don't like you getting on planes. And I'm thinking, eh, well, that hasn't been mentioned through the whole film, so I'll try and find out about it. And apparently Elvis nearly died in a plane crash with uh, with his bandmates and stuff like that. The engine just cut out in the plane yeah. when he was going to a recording studio and stuff. Yeah. So there's like very subtle bits like in Let's there where you forget I'll, I'll find out about that. Guys would have died yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So this, but there's stuff in there, you know, where I'm thinking, why is that mentioned? It's yeah. just put in. Yeah, yeah. But you cleverly. can't mention all of it, right? You can't go into detail and all of it. So there are yeah. bits that I think it's quite clever, like you say, they do do bits like that where you could just watch it and then forget about it, but. If you want to go, yeah. what do they mean by that? Obviously, yeah. now we can Google it. At the time, you were just being like, <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to really know about Elvis, wouldn't you? You'd have to be one of these mega fans, yeah, who would know that yeah. type of stuff. It's a lot easier for us now to, you know, just find out that information. He's out on tour after that. He gets noticed by Colonel Tom Parker, who can tells him he can make him a star. Very soon mm-hmm. he gets an offer from RCA Records to sign for them and leave Sun Records. And Does uh, Mona leave Sun though? Does he? No, and loyal. RCA is obviously a, a proper record label. Um, yeah. And he says, ah, I can't do that to Mr. Phillips, man. So <laughs> he goes and sees Sam Phillips and he's like, he's, Elvis is always in turmoil, isn't he? He's in turmoil for the entire film. He's like, oh, I can't <laughs> yeah. do it, man. I can't do it, man. I don't want to leave you. And Sam Phillips is like, hey, mate, we're getting paid a fucking fortune, by the way. So, <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> but he is, he's a very vulnerable soul. He's, he's always he? overthinking stuff. He's, 
It really is. Yeah. Is this good kind of mix of, of simple, a simple soul, I think he is. But he's overthink- Yeah, I think he's a simple soul. Like he wants mm-hmm. to be happy. All yes. he wants well, is to be yeah. happy. That's what all do. Yeah, no, but most people want more and more and more than that, right? I think all he wants is his friends to be happy and for him to be happy and for people to think he's a good guy. He wants to be heard. He wants. It gets more complicated. He does need to be pushed into it by Bonnie, doesn't he, in the the talent contest or whatever. He doesn't want to sing in front of people. In in the early days, Elvis had stage fright and stuff like that, didn't he? Yeah. Where he couldn't perform and things. So So I think it it goes into that quite well. Like like you say, he's in town. Oh, no, Mr. Phillips. well, he's, a t- he's how old is he at this point? Like nineteen or something? Yeah, like 20. 17, 19 or something like that. <laughs> he's gonna be like that, any? Do you know what I mean? Oh, hang on. He well, is he's gonna be like thirty-five, that? and this is fifty-seven, so he's twenty-two. I think twenty-two. Um, so yeah, he's no, actually, he'd be twenty, twenty-one. So yeah, of yeah. course he's not. He's, and he's from a. When I say he's a simple man, he's also from a very simple background as well. You know, like the. These are simple people from a simple place without being patronizing. Um, a very different place, 1940s Tupelo. I'm sure it's like not the not a metropolis where people are like go get us and all of that stuff. So you've got well, of course, that no, I mean, he, well. he grew up in poverty and stuff, didn't he? I mean, that, that's the thing, and that's one of he, the reasons why when he gets his money, he just wants other people to benefit from it. Yeah, I think he wants he wants to make his mother especially happy, doesn't he? he he's, he's got this sort I mean, of connection with his, his twin brother. He, he feels the, the sort of hurt from his mom that his twin brother's been lost as well. I think and he just wants to mom, be loved, doesn't he? I think they do the mom stuff really well in this film uh, because she, it all comes, it comes too quick and too fast for Elvis. When he's in the middle of it. Quicker. Yeah, it so comes he, quicker for his mom, doesn't it? So he's working and in the middle of it and on tour and playing gigs and on TV and selling records and shagging lasses and blah, 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 blah. Whereas his mom, he's like, Mom, I've bought this massive house. His mom's like, what the fuck? I don't need a massive house. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and I've bought you a car. And she's like, I don't need a massive car. Like, a simple, you know, we just yeah. need to make sure you're happy and everyone's okay. And there's this thing, there's a, again, there's a bit in the film where he's got all his mates come round and his mom's feeding chickens on the lawn of Graceland. Mm-hmm. And in real life, that's a real thing. And apparently uh, she was kind of ridiculed for that when his new mates came round. They, right. they were like, what the fuck's your mom doing feeding chickens? Like. She should be enjoying herself. And all the thing that. is, he, Elvis would have him. none of that, would he? No, 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 I no, mean, no. He, he completely adores his, his mother, and, and that's like Ooh. one of the main taken points from the film, I would say, how much he adores his mother. It's and the how biggest much he part loves of the her. film, I think. It's the, yeah. For me, he just film, wants to make her happy, doesn't he? And he, 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 That's part of his drive, isn't it? The, the mm-hmm. fact that he, he wants to get them out of poverty. He wants to... And as soon as he does hit the big time and starts making making money, he spends it on his mom and his dad. Yeah, his family basically moves his, his whole family in there, yeah. doesn't and he? His mates, in the Graceland, which doesn't work when yeah, he's married, mate. obviously. <laughs> That's weird. 
So he yeah. brings it and he's, he's so happy to show Graceland and he says to his mom and dad, he's 22 when he gets Graceland, I think. Uh, yeah. He says to his mom and dad, oh, the whole family's going to be here, man. And you're like, mm-hmm. hey, like, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> See, it, it's <laughs> not, is that not the dream though, man? Is that not the dream? If, if it was me, I would want to do that. I think maybe I'm a simple man. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's I would, wrong with I would it. want to go there. I don't think there's no, wrong with but it, I'd, but... I'd love that. I'd love to buy a mansion and move me mom and dad in. I'd love stuff. to buy a mansion for me mom and dad to live in and another mansion for me to live in. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with that? He had enough money to do that. No, there's like... no wrong with that. That's not wrong with that at all. Definitely not. But yeah, I'd love that, man. I think that's the dream. I think I'm a bit like Elvis in that sense. Yeah, Mr. Elvis. But I think <laughs> it goes on. So he, then basically he's too big. He's massive. And he gets, mm-hmm. he goes into the army. And it's a very famous part of pop culture history that Elvis goes in the army and he has his hair cut on camera and it's a big deal. Um, Which is a very weird thing, isn't it, Cliff? The, the fact that he went into the army. Is, is there examples of like other pop stars of the same type who, who went into the army? Because, I mean, he's, he's missing sort of two years of his career, isn't well, he? No, Do you know what I mean? By being this, Vietnam War started and all rock and pop stars actively avoided yeah. kind of in the army. But I mean, like, you know, people of, of the, you know, 58 or whatever. But Jimi Hendrix was in the Air Force before he was famous, but I think nobody... Yeah, at, he, yeah that, nobody but at that the was peak before he was powers, famous, yeah. wasn't it? Nobody at the peak of their powers, but it's... Um, it, what I think, you see, I think it's, it's more the government going... This fella is... He, yeah, I he think being cooked Cooper down and size. stuff like that were, were terrified of him because he's been what, the, these the kids, for sure. these kids are, are going their ends and stuff like that. They think that they, they can have a voice. Teenagers can't have a voice. This this whole country's run by adults and that's the way it is. I, and I, that's why he was sort uh, of been I, enlisted. I 100% agree that uh, he was like, hey, you're a, you're a role model to kids. You should... You, you should do what's right and show them that yeah. there should be a national service. And Elvis being a good boy was yeah, like, that's yeah, the strange okay. thing. He did, he, he did it and he sort of almost welcomed the fact yeah. that that would happen. He, he think, sort of accepted, didn't he? But I think there's no reality, rebelliousness in Elvis, really, is there? No, no, really. And uh, I think in reality, uh, it was a government being like, let's get this guy, this guy is getting too big, mm-hmm. too powerful, too quickly, influencing too many people. Let's get him out Definitely. of the picture for a while. And it worked because he, when he came back, they had moved on. He wasn't the same power he was when he came back. He, he went from appealing to 14-year-old girls uh, mm-hmm. to mums because he was in charge. Yeah. He was a lovely boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely true, that man, isn't it? Which is why... And I still don't understand why the 68 comeback special isn't in this film. That's why when, <laughs> when that came out and he's in that leather outfit and he looks sexy as fuck and he's back being cool. Yeah. Like that was such a pivotal moment in his career that he was like, no, fuck this stupid Hawaiian yeah. shirts and funny Stupid around. films. I mean, there's parts in the... It, in the film where he does actually say that I'm sick of these stupid films yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. and I'm just doing you know my music's just the soundtrack of the film 
But I, I don't know whether they couldn't get the rights for the 68 special or whatever. That's a possibility. Maybe, I think, but I just it? think it's a, or maybe in 1979. But yeah, that is massive. Maybe I mean, Elvis and his was such a big deal. I don't know. But it must have been. It must have been. There must have been millions first, and millions of people watched that. The first comeback, he hadn't been on TV since he was in the army. It was a huge deal. So also for me, it's fucking. I, I love yeah, it. It's, it's I would class. do another episode on I that. Think, I isn't it. he playing the electric guitar and stuff like that? And he's, he's playing he's a big red electric class. guitar. There's that bit where right. he's on the, the square stage with the fans mm -hmm. around him where he's like, it's all kind of loose and rehearsal kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's interspersed with those big show pieces where he's proper performing and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But those bits where he's just on that stage. He's just sitting. Incredible. And obviously... With a big epiphone or something. Uh, and, uh, yeah, isn't it? that's it. Yeah, and obviously at the end... He the casino, if, I think, isn't it? He does If I Can Dream at the end, and you're like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Like... <laughs> And I guess that's the first time he's worn that kind of the big collar and the the neck of chief and stuff yeah. in public maybe for a performance. Um, it, it's I think that's absolutely amazing. Even it starts with uh, you looking for trouble, you came to the right place. You're like, okay, <laughs> well, that's we've had ten years of Elvis being cuddly, like messing yeah. around on beaches and shit like the that. Boy and next all of a sudden, he's in a leather fucking jumpsuit, a yeah. leather biker suit. And it starts with you looking for. Trouble. But who, who, nobody <laughs> else could pull that off ever, could they? Anybody else really. gets up in jumpsuits and tassels and shit. And also, it plays to the jailhouse rock thing because you've got. I know we're talking about something totally different now. We, we've got, <laughs> we're just, we're just talking about. You've got that. The, the <laughs> oh man, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, uh, the big you, That's not in this film, uh, and they could no. Basically, they cover him in the army. Yeah, that bit where he sings in the army on stage in Germany, I think, is incredible. Yeah, that's that's, that's that. a quality bit. He isn't sings tutti frutti. I mean, mm -hmm. that tutti frutti it goes on for far too long, considering there's no lyrics in the song. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. Uh, there's also another bit that I really like when they're again showing Elvis as a compassionate man and a given man, where there's a kid at the front of the stage in one of his very early concerts and stuff. Mm, and he, he yeah. throws something into the crowd and it's taken off this young girl or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Elvis takes off his necklace and, and sort of presents it yeah, to this young man at the front. Don't let nobody I love that bit. Yeah, now I'm going to sing a song for you, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think all of that's great. He meets Priscilla, he marries Priscilla very quick. That's, I think that's unsavory. So, you know, we'll gloss over that, like we said. Um, <laughs> And then he's just like milling about in his house, unhappy with these like weird mates for a long time. Priscilla yeah. gets sad that every time it's like he doesn't know what to do, does he? No, it's like he obviously feeling the pressure from Priscilla, like he's not spending enough time with her. So there's a part where he goes back and his mates are all sitting next to the pool with ladies and stuff like that, and he he just sucks them all, doesn't he? Yeah, but it, what it, I mean, it, what. Difficult sort of. I mean, he's he's handling all these people. He's handling his his wife. Shouldn't he, he shouldn't he's be handling all his fame and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like Roy Keane when he was at Man U trying to get tickets for everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly where it is. It's crazy. <laughs> but the, like like we said at, at at the start and stuff. I mean, there's nobody else like Elvis. It hadn't hadn't happened at this level 
And there's you know, loads more to anybody than, else than it shows in the film. You know, you're saying he's generous, he gives that guy yeah. a car. What it doesn't say is he buys everyone that car. He buys yeah. everyone a fucking uh, a stallion like racehorse. He buys everyone this and that and that, and he gives them all it. And it's again, it's sad. Like there's obviously at this point there's hangers on. They're not his original mates. They're not there to look out for Yeah. Their, well, their, the, the best bit, the best example of that is when he's he pulls out a cigar. He's trying to play with a toy plane yeah. or whatever. And everybody tries to light his cigar. Yeah, and he a, looks at them as like, oh, this is shit now. That scene is like a bit over the top. I think that shot. But it's uh, a great example, isn't it? But it is. Of, I mean, it does the job. But it does the job in like a couple of seconds. Because there's two things to it. He's trying to get this toy plane going and it won't work. And you're waiting for him to kick off because you've seen him get frustrated with this stuff. There's three things. He's very childlike. He's trying to get a toy plane going. He's like, yeah. why? He's a grown man. Why does he care about this? Why is he playing with toy planes? Secondly, it doesn't work. And now you're waiting for him to get really angry and kick off because he's got a short fuse and he's, you know, and he can do what he likes and he can get everything, but he can't get this plane to work. Fuck, fuck mm-hmm. you. That doesn't happen. Good on him. And then he gets a cigar out, like you say. There's 20 people trying to light your cigar for him. And he's just a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake, you guys. This, right. this has gone to shit, hasn't it? Yeah. That's the and way I think he looks it's at a good, it. It's a good moment in the film. It's very spelled out, I think. You're right. It's, it's, it is spelled out. But I think it, it needed to be. Do you know what I mean? Because the, the, the film's trying to be, it's trying to show respect to Elvis. It's trying to, and it does. But it does need a, a bit of a jolt, and that, that was like a bit of a jolt. If you listen to like Cartner's yeah. music, there's always a bit, a jarring bit yeah, in the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that was done because obviously Cartner didn't do the music for the film. That's the jolt where you, you can you can see it in Elvis's face where he's going, "What what have I what have I yeah. made for myself here? Yeah, do you know what I mean? All these people." Then essentially, the rest of the film is like that. It's that played out in different scenes until you get to the last 15 minutes or something and all of a sudden Priscilla said she's she said a number of times that look you're hanging out with your mates all you care about is them look I need more than this we've had a baby they've had Lisa Marie you don't seem to care about that uh oh you you know that was meant to be the change you know you wanted a kid Mm -hmm. and it still hasn't changed you you keep talking about yeah. going to Europe, and every time we talk about going to Europe, something comes up and you can't go. We know that's because of Colonel Tom, but like it doesn't say really. He's being tugged in, in in loads of different he is, directions. Yeah. But he? you know, you're married with a kid. That's Everyone wants, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, that's true. You, you, your priorities to your wife it should be. But he's being tugged in many different directions, isn't he? Yeah. By his entourage, yeah. by Colonel Tom Parker. Mm-hmm. It's obviously what I think the loss of his mother because his mother dies and stuff like that as well. So what I think it's weird with the film is like Colonel Tom Parker like disappears from it, but really he is the reason why the, well, the reason why he's staying there, isn't it? Yeah, but he doesn't really come back. But yeah, you're right. The, the mom dying is a pivotal. No, it's a massive moment. part, isn't it? He's, I mean, a lot of people have said that, that he wasn't the same after his mom died. She was that integral to his life. 
It's weird, isn't it? Because it, it, it is, he is, and this film makes it very plain. Like, he's fucking, he's lying on a bed, scooching with his wife, and he's like, and, and he makes her get her, or she dyes her hair from like brown to black, like he did. Uh-huh. She's only 15 or 16 at this point. And he's like, oh, just like my mama. And you're like, yeah. oh, what? And obviously, that's a bit of poetic license in terms of what would have happened in the moment, but it does the job, right? He's obsessed with his mom. Yeah. Uh, and uh-huh. he's dyed his hair black, maybe to look like his mom. His wife's dyed her hair black. He's like, yeah, you look just like my mom. But that's weird. I'm sure she fucking loved that. Um, and then, <laughs> I'm sure. And then, I'm like, sure. he's. He keeps talking about his mom all the time. He's talking about his dead brother all the time. Obviously, dead twin that he's never met. You don't like, you know, like we can joke and. Oh, I can he's joke. obviously as a young child. He's he's been told about this from a very young, yeah. early age. And, you like know, he like, had I, a twin brother, and it's, it's often, stayed with him. I will often joke about how weird twins are, but they are weird. It is weird. It's a weird thing. They have yeah, a weird connection that most people don't have. But, they, they certainly do. I'm, I've spoken to, to twins and stuff like that, and, and they've they've said, yeah, like, you know, odd things have happened in my life where, you know, we're doing the same thing at the same time and all that kind of stuff. From so the loss of the view, twin, who knows what it's like? Who knows? Does he still feel that? The thing? It, I think film, he does, doesn't he? He feels the loss. He, can't, he doesn't feel it, or he knows he should be feeling something. He should have... There's a bit of him that's missing. What that bit? Yeah, he can't fulfill missing. that ever. He can't fulfill the loss of his the, of his, his twin, twin not being there and his mom not being there. I don't think yeah. it's. I don't think it's solved that easily in terms of Elvis because if he was a normal man who kept going around his normal life, would he have done that? Would that have been such a big deal? Well, he's not a normal man. He's an extraordinary man, isn't yeah, he? Extraordinary he's, man, yeah. Completely extraordinary. So I mean, they, then it, it's back to 1969, isn't it? Where Elvis is is going on stage, and there's a death threat against him before he goes on in Vegas and all this kind of stuff that he's got to deal with. Well, more shit. Do you know what I mean? And again, you kind of really skip to he hasn't been on stage for ten years. Like it's yeah. like all of a sudden he's on stage. You don't really spell it out. And what I would say is there's a rehearsal. In his house where they do suspicious minds. Yeah, it's great. And that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it is so <laughs> it really good. Is. That that one scene is so, so good. That again, I think is electric. Like it, it, he's not even, it's not really Elvis, and he's not really singing. It's not even the actor singing it's, those yeah, lines. It's not Elvis's voice, and it's not Elvis, but and you're still it's like, so convincing, oh, isn't wow, it? It's, 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 you're like, it is like when you, you're on the edge of your seat, I think, from excitement when you see it. This... That's what I mean about Kurt Russell doing such a magnificent job. I mean, you, you I don't think we're talking about this, but you text us and um, your good lady wife said, gave Kurt Russell probably the best compliment that you could possibly give anybody. Because <laughs> well... she said, you, I'll let you say, I'll let you say what you said when well, you had watch, this play. Normally when I'm watching something that is not what we normally watch, right? She's like, what's mm-hmm. this? Is something for... Uh... For the podcast, is it? Somebody I pressed asked you to watch. I went, well, not, not this actually. It's Elvis. Um, I wanted to watch it. And she went, well, what is it? And I said, it's Elvis. It's, El- it's a film about Elvis. It's Elvis. It's called mm-hmm. Elvis. It's about Elvis. And she went, what is it? What? Like, 
Is he playing himself? It's about no, there's no better compliment than that, is there? Well, that's a bit. Do you she know didn't what I mean? Realize, she didn't realise, and it was that bit. Right, so we've had a little break. We're talking, still talking about Elvis. Still talking about Elvis. 1979, John Carpenter. Um, so, basically, we've talked through the plot of the film. It gets to the end. He does his little rehearsal. Priscilla turns up and can't believe he's rehearsing with his mates again instead of, I don't know, waiting for her. Um, mm. And what she can't believe really is that he's organised a gig and hasn't told her. So he yeah. apparently hasn't played a gig in 10 years. And he's got this gig set up in Vegas, which Colonel Tom Parker thinks is a, bit, a good idea. So he's doing this rehearsal. And then we cut to the gig itself or just before the gig, yeah. he's backstage, and everybody's telling him, don't do it, Elvis. There's been a death threat. Not only that, like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You haven't played for ages. You don't need to prove yourself. And he's nervous mm. because he hasn't done anything. He doesn't know what's going on. He's not sure what to wear. He's, he's, he's decided to wear some kind of karate outfit, and I want to come back to the karate. And Which yeah. is, it's an integral part of Elvis, isn't it, the karate? Anyway, he decides to have the bell goes, he's coming on soon. He goes and calls Lisa Marie and says he misses her. He's sorry he can't be there. It's and almost yeah. like he's uh, he, he's expecting to be shot because obviously they've had the Kennedy assassination yes, and stuff it, like it, that. This it, time. Is, it is a bit like that. He's, he's watching that and he's become obsessed with that kind of thing, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's shooting the telly and shit like that. So... It's all kind of tied in. I think he thinks, like, I'll go on stage, but what a way to go out. Like, if I go out and he's had that, there's a little bit in the film where he says, I don't think, I don't think I'll get past 40. You're like, yeah, when he's talking to Jesse's I mean, talking I, to the I, shadow. I think that's poetic license. Like, I yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that Elvis would have ever thought that he was going to, no, he was I going think to he die. He was invincible. I think he did, uh, exactly, and uh, I mean, obviously, later on, you know, he, he was being injected with loads of drugs. He was almost like friggin', do you know what I mean, Hitler or something like that. With he's got this physician who's just injecting them all the time. Yeah, there's, there's dodgy shit going on there towards the end, isn't there? At this point, I don't think that's started yet, or if it has, it's very early. And well, I've already gotten uh, the amphetamines. I mean, he was. He was completely against drugs, wasn't he? Which is well, why he said he partly was, yeah. why he, which is partly why he wanted to get the Beatles out of America and stuff like that. Because he, 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 yeah, they're the 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 besmirching the American name. They're just coming over here, taking more money, and then call them a woman. They're getting back or whatever. And there's loads of stuff about Vietnam and all that kind of stuff, which is we could talk about that forever. But. When he was in the army, apparently he was he was given amphetamines by the army. Yeah. But it, it, it in Elvis's mind, this is authority. This is, yeah. you know, this is fine. This isn't dope. This isn't stuff. You know, yeah. Acid if or whatever. Gives you something, if your oh, doctor gives you, it's fine. Whether exactly. You, so that's his mindset, isn't it? To give you it. <laughs> yes. Give me this. Give me that. He seems mm -hmm. to think it's okay. Anyway, we're not really in that period at this point. Um, so he's just waiting. He's got his first rhinestone jumpsuit on. He looks fucking brilliant. And also at this point, he's still thin. He's well in shape for this gig. And he ends up going on stage. You know, what do you think about this bit? 
Well, you've already mentioned that you didn't like the lip, the lip thinking. Oh, I mean, that's bit. a minor think, point. That's a minor point. Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, it's it's again, it's it's Elvis, isn't it? And it, it's Kurt Russell doing an almost perfect impression in my mind of what it would be like just to watch oh, Elvis and watch how he behaves and stuff. I mean, it, obviously, Kurt Russell's put a lot of work into it. It's his breakout role. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, you know. He's been nominated for Emmys and stuff like, like that afterwards. Mannerisms and stuff was like really. Yeah, it's the movements which are really hard it's to a get, bit isn't it? Of him like, with he, like always playing with his rings and that like kind of shrug yeah. that he does all the time. Oh. The quick <laughs> movements and stuff, which if you get it wrong, makes you look like a tit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. everyone's seen Elvis in person, ain't they? Generally, they look yeah. like tits, don't they? Yeah. But he he really doesn't, and his face. Even though he hasn't got Elvis's face, he doesn't look exactly like Elvis. Mm. You're just convinced by watching it that this is Elvis that I'm watching, weirdly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kurt Russell, again, much like Elvis, is a very beautiful man. Oh, brilliant man as well, I think. I, I, like, yeah. I like both of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for me, what strikes me about this bit is, you know, you, you think about... He's doing. He's been in Vegas for ten years, and all of this. This show is very small. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that strikes me about this. Um, you know, he's he's not in an arena with twenty thousand people. He's no, not in a big Vegas. So he's in. They make quite a point of it. He's in the first hotel off the strip. Off so the strip, yeah. He's, the he's, international, isn't it? The international. So he stopped as fallen he's not playing like caesar's palace or any of those things you get the national which is off the strip and when yeah. he comes i mean there's stage, even a part on the tv isn't it where that that talking when he shoots the tv yeah where they're saying that elvis's popularity has diminished and yeah even the beatles popularity is diminished which yeah. i didn't quite get because it's the 60s it's 1968 and they're talking yeah. about pop music diminishing. What's all that about? It's 1970 at this point, right? So I think... Uh, well, I, can... I think it's 69, I think. 69? Well, anyway, I think the Beatles popularity well, has diminished by that point. I also think Elvis you is think? that. But yeah, I think so. In America, I think so. Um, so, well, look, we watch Get Back and there's people on the street going, yeah, I think it's the Beatles up there. See you. <laughs> Just holding on. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I guess so. That's weird to think of, though, isn't it? It's hard for me to get in my brain that. Uh, that, that's well, the yeah, case. I, I think, that, yeah, I agree, but I think at the time, like, yeah, they, oh, the Beatles are massive. Yeah. What What whatever. are people doing? I mean, there's no computers, there's no, you know, internet, there's no shit like that. What are people doing? If yeah. not listening to music in the 60s, or kind of watch films or whatever. Or what stuff, I don't know. But anyway, um, I think at this point Elvis isn't popular because right? he hasn't done a gig for days. You've been yeah, Elvis. I get the Elvis. I get the Elvis because he's been away for for ten years. Do you know what I mean? But I don't get the the Beatles Let's reference. Not get hung up about the Beatles reference. <laughs> <laughs> so Elvis, it, it, I just think it strikes me that he's in this kind of small, like dinner and show kind of place, like. Everybody's in touching distance of them. Like it's not massive. There's probably about a few hundred people there, and it's because they didn't know how it was going to go. Uh, yeah. And I think you know it went well. And he 
he ended up being trapped there. This is another bit of the sad story that I doesn't go into. From yeah. this point, his life just fucking spirals out of control into total madness. It's and just constant terror, isn't it? Vegas. He's just trapped in Vegas. Like, yeah. He, 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 it's... Yeah, but this one doesn't go into that, so that's it for another It doesn't, it, but again, it's another part where it suggests it, do you know, like the other things. It is suggested. But, I mean, even when he was poorly and stuff, going beyond the film, they've got him to own ridiculous, like Michael Jackson when he died type thing, when he did all them dates and stuff well, like I mean, that. Elvis think, was doing that for years, wasn't he? And being watch, plied with fucking amphetamines and all kinds of stuff. see a lot of comparisons with Michael Jackson. Um, hopefully not bumming young boys, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of comparisons. That's, that's, that, that's going to get cut out. Why? It's not proven, I would imagine. I, I said, don't know. Hopefully Can neither of them are bumming young boys. <laughs> so, yeah, there's this just, like, Elvis is, it's sad, it? but he's at this bit, he's loving it. He's back on stage, he's loving it, and it ends on a high. The sad thing is, we know that it doesn't end. <laughs> His life doesn't end on a high. Yeah. But this film ends on a high with him this comeback. It's a glorious comeback, and he's fucking popular again. And we know that this, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? He's, he's got this great comeback in this small theater or ballroom off the strip in Vegas. And we know that means he's going to get a bigger gig. He's going to end up with a yeah. fucking massive... Residency in Vegas, and it, we know the thing now is, it that does that... it does end with a, a very strange shot, but I weirdly love it. Where Kurt Russell is is like he's like a statue, isn't he? Yeah, but it, it's like not a thing. freeze frame or anything yeah. like that. And he's doing the Elvis dance and that with his fingers and stuff like that. He's just he's held that pose for for ages. I love that bit. That, that it's a great end to it and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I really yeah, like so it. I think the one thing, there's a couple of bits that again the film doesn't go into, and it hasn't gone into that point. Elvis and Nixon hasn't happened at this point. That's just after this, in fact. Um, huh. But he's into karate, isn't he? He's got into karate. And that, another thing from the army, that mm-hmm. and the amphetamines. Uh, so the late sixties, he decides to take up karate. And like everything with Elvis, a little bit like you, Brett, he gets obsessed with and he can't stop <laughs> doing it. Um, and he ends up making Priscilla get into it. And yes. she uh, ends up running off with the karate instructor. And that's what that's. Yes. Elvis that files Elvis for divorce, is, actually, is... not Priscilla. He files for divorce because she's left him. For the karate instructor. Because Elvis Elvis is gone. You should uh, this karate instructor is quite good. Yeah, you sh- you should uh, practice. Well. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Elvis, there's nobody can touch you, man. But you would do that. That footage of her doing the karate is mm-hmm. awful. Absolutely mm-hmm. awful. She's I mean, I can't do a punch bag, but if I was trying Go to on. do it and if I was a director, I would make it work for the sake of herself. It, it, was, it was terrible. She kept missing the bag, I think. It's, all, well. it's awful. It, it's almost like the... Yeah, that's, that's probably the worst shot in the film. That's the worst I bit. Say. I think it's the worst bit. Because it, it's yeah. got no context. You need that cut out. Cut that out. It's got no context, but, you know, like like I say, like you said as well, 
there's bits where you go, How, what the fuck, why he's too great, she's too great, then it's never mentioned again. Um, and you might know, or you might work to try and find out what's happening. But actually, mm-hmm. it's so bad, that bit, because you and, can't... And I'm sure what? Copner looks back on it, that, and that's one of the bits that he's talking about. If there is about, a bit you know he wants I mean? to change, it's got to be yeah. like it, Well, he has said that. I, I think he's a very honest filmmaker, and he'll, he'll be very honest about things. And he has said, she I doesn't would connect go with the bad ones. <laughs> it's yeah. on. For, I agree. For I agree. Long. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. The bag's not in. Shot. But let's not finish on a negative. No, no, so, no, what, what did you think about? Definitely. What What did you think of the film as a whole? What did you think about Kurt Russell's performance? Well, I think the, the they're film, the main things. Aren't I think they? the film's brilliant, but it's not. It's definitely not a cinema film because it's too slow paced, and mm-hmm. it is a bit syrupy and. and soap opera in parts but I think they're very small parts of it I think it's quite a, a brave film especially a brave film about the biggest superstar of all time <laughs> but do you want a quiz? Nah, I'm off okay, oh, well, I can't actually see you so I've got no idea <laughs> but very go quick, on then a very quick Elvis quiz before we have some okay how old was Elvis when he died? Oh, he was 42. Correct. Is that right? what, what year was this? Um, 1976. Seven. Oh, oh, seven hours. What year was his famous comeback special TV show? <laughs> well, which one are we talking about? 1968? Yeah, that's right. Do you know what his middle name is? Aaron. Yeah. Um, you know the name of the famous sandwich that he supposedly... The banana one. The banana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking hell, I should know that, shouldn't I? I should know that. You called it... The banana peanut butter thing. The fool's gold. Mm. No, and the next question from me is, do you know what was in it? Banana and uh, peanut butter, fried sandwich, jelly. Peanut butter jam. It was a hollowed out jelly's jam. It was a full, yeah, jelly, yeah. It was a full hollowed out loaf, and then there was layers of mm. peanut butter jelly, bacon. Still, they call it jelly, isn't it? Yeah, really? that's right, that's right. Uh, right. But yeah, bacon, a pound of bacon, a pound. Oh, and bacon as well. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell played Elvis in a few more things. Do you know anything? And I, I found this out rather recently, but I didn't realise it until I've obviously read about it. But he's he, he does the voice in uh, of Elvis in Forrest Gump. Yeah, he doesn't play. Which I didn't him, know. But obviously, he's a child. But yeah, he's yeah. they've even got his just his voice in there just yeah. to play him because he was so good in this film. So he does he an Elvis in, impersonation. He's an Elvis, someone in Graceland or something like that with the. Uh, with what's his like face? 300 miles to Graceland or something like That's that. That's it. That's it, yes. That's it. But, it, you know, true romance, who's uh, Elvis and that is a ball This is what I'm asking you right right now. Can you name five more actors who've played Elvis in films? <laughs> well, Val Kilmer, I think, mm-hmm. is in true romance. You're right about that one. I think th- that's right. Um and that's probably it. <laughs> well, come on, uh, there's a new one. 
Yeah, but I don't know that fella's name. Well, he's called Austin what, the, Butler. The, the Nixon one. Um, what's his What's his name again? He's good, isn't he? We talked about him in the last thing we did, so hopefully yeah. we'll remember. I can't remember him. Michael Shannon. Um, Bruce, uh, oh, the uh, Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, have you seen Bubba Hotep? Yes, have you fantastic, seen yes. You've got, <laughs> you've got half of them right, I think. Uh, uh-huh. So good on you. Uh, well Thanks. Done. Thanks for that. So yes. we've got some music. We have indeed. We have got music. Um, this is Gary Fulton, who's a singer-songwriter yeah, from good. Cheshire. Like it. it is good. It's called Black Moon. Mm-hmm. Not Blue Moon. As Elvis would sing. Not blue moon, moon. Oh, blue moon of Kentucky. Keep on right. Keep on shining. You sent me Brilliant. that clip from uh, playing Trains and Autos yeah. I obviously know that bit of music, but I had no idea that was the same song. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the weird thing was that when Elvis was singing this on 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 this John Carpenter film. I just thought straight away of playing strains and all. Really? <laughs> yes. You sent me that. I'm like, what is, how's, I can't remember the Elvis and this song being in this. Well, goodbye, flowers and clouds, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Little fluffy clouds. Enjoy the music, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Two parts and of this thanks one. For Let's see what, yeah, thanks for listening. Let's see what we get up to next time. I've got no idea.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.